You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OK Sister. I'm Gabrielle Scout, editor in chief of Review. And I'm Maddie Mayo, co founder of Camber. And yes, we are sisters in real life. Whether you're here for the sisterly banter, mindset shifts, or that familial feeling of coming home, OK Sister Podcast is here to help you show up more for yourself. Welcome. We love you. And let's go. Welcome to OK Sister Podcast. My name is Matt. My name is Scout, and I feel so good to fucking say that. You guys, guys, are, just in case they missed sisters, it, <laughs> just so you missed it, we changed the name of the motherfucking podcast. It is called OK Sister, okay? Just like a little grown up, a little more sophisticated. You know, OK Sis was our baby for. Five and a half, six years. <laughs> almost keep, six years. Almost much. six years. And although that encapsulated so much of the past six years of podcasting, OK Sister has this next level energy, yeah. this stepping into our highest selves. Uh, yeah, kind of. No. Because <laughs> we don't remember, we like, we're like, I don't know if we want to use that verbiage That's anymore. That's true. That's true. Um, but I think uh, in our trailer, if you listen to our new trailer, we're going to talk about what this means. This is not just an updated name. We are fully launched as a show now. And so we're going to get video. into what that means. We're doing video. But I think the Jonas Brothers just said it fucking right. They said it was fun when we were young, but, but now, now we're, we're older. older. And that literally is, like, like <laughs> mere musical lyricism, like musical genius. <laughs> it was fun when we were young, but now we're older. Honestly, facts. Facts. But that like if if you were to describe this rebrand, this almost relaunch in a way, this next era of OK Sister podcast, that lyric sums it up. So let's, Absolutely. let's give a little backstory. Actually, first, let's talk about the logistics of what this means. OK, so 
No, no, no. Let's do backstory first. Let's go backstory. Oh, God. Sorry. Nice. I'm just trying to think of a nice little way we can do this. So as Mads said, this whole episode is going to be about what to expect, what's new, and why we even did this rebrand and up-level in the first place. So when Maddie and I started OKSIS Podcast, August 2018, oh my God. I had just gotten married. Oh, my God. Wow. Literally gotten married six months before that or five months before that. We both were, I don't, it's not struggling in our career is not the right word. We both were not where we wanted to be in our yeah, career. We weren't, uh, we had so many dreams Yeah, and it's so crazy to like see where we are now because yeah. we've like realized those dreams yeah. fully. So yeah. yeah, back then though, there was a lot of uncertainty we were not clear on even who we were. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did the unfortunate thing of re-listening to our first episode, no, which no. I do not no. encourage anyone to do. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. But it was such a stark difference in the way we spoke, the way we carried ourselves, the mm -hmm. confidence, the who we were. It just was so blatantly different. Yeah. And over the years, it's I, I think I've I've told you this before. It's so amazing that we have this archive. Like, yes, yeah. it's so cringe. And going back, it's like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. But we have this archive of our life, mm. this documentation of who we've become, who were we becoming, how we grew. And sisters, you've also been on that road with us, which yeah. is so wild. And so even to think what, how you guys were when we first started yeah. and being on this journey with us. So this episode is going to be a celebration. We're going to recap some of the best moments. We're going to recap not just the best moments on the podcast. We're going to recap how we've changed over the last six mm -hmm. years. And in deciding to do this rebrand, that was the energy we wanted to put forth. We're like, we are not the same people that we were when we started OKSIS. We've grown up. I got, you know, you're about to get married. You're engaged, which we have an engagement recap episode coming soon. I gave birth to beautiful baby LK. LK didn't exist. And we run businesses, like successful businesses. And mm -hmm. so we, when we were really sitting down every year, we touch base on the podcast. We were sitting down and we wanted to come to the mic with the new energy because we felt as if the energy and the intention that we were showing up to this podcast didn't match who the fuck we really are today. And so we decided to go all in on this podcast. We decided to go all in on you, this community. We decided to go all in on our growth, all in on our visibility. So what what does this look like? The energy behind it is that we've grown up. And so the show has to grow up. The podcast has to grow up. So now we are not just an audio podcast. You can watch full length video on YouTube. So we are now a video podcast. Mm -hmm. We are recording every single episode in person, IRL together at the You and Me Studios in Los Angeles. It is stunning. If you guys are listening to this right now, as Maddie says in your little ear holes, mm -hmm. go to YouTube and check it out because yeah. it's gorgeous. It's like a, you it's know. It's gorgina. I mean, I yeah, we are in full, we're, we're, we're bathing in boucle. We're bathing in right. boucle. There's like, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm encapsulated in boucle and right now. Really, you know how Mads wanted to be a beige blob? Beige blob. Now she just wants to be a bathed boucle. in boucle. Clay. Bathed in boucle in the beige blob. 
I've wow. reached peak Mads. You've reached, Look at me. You've reached peak Mads status. I was saying, it's very Alex Cooper vibes, guys. Like, we yeah. are full pa- podcasters. We feel like this is the energy that this podcast deserves, and we're so happy that we finally really, really figured out how to make this work for both of us. So you can now watch full episodes on YouTube. It's just OK Sister Podcast or our username on YouTube is at OK Sister Pod. And we're going to be posting all of this video content, tons of TikToks, tons of reels on Instagram and TikTok, which we are now, our handle has changed to at OK Sister Pod on both TikTok and Instagram. Okay, sister pod yes so subscribe to us on youtube subscribe not subscribe follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok and subscribe to this podcast you will see that our cover Wait, we have we have we have to also mention since we're new youtubers this is going to take a little you know we're a little rusty but you have to hit the bell you got to hit the like Oh, I don't shoot I'm, us a like. I'm shoot on us YouTube a bell. now. I'm on YouTube now. So bell means that you get a notification when we upload a new episode oh. on YouTube. So smash that bell. And then when you watch it on YouTube, like. Oh wow. And sisters, if you've been listening to a long time, it would mean so much to us if you went and subscribed on YouTube and just followed yeah. us on these channels to support. Like we we can't tell you how much you guys have been in the forefront of the type of content that we want to bring you. So all of that. Also, the show notes are now your resource Bible to this podcast. So everything is going to be in the show notes, every link to YouTube, to Instagram, every product we talk about, you can shop it on our show notes immediately. Mm-hmm. It's also going to have links to anything Matt is going on in Maddie's world, anything going on in my world, etc. So use that show notes as a resource guide. And I think is that, oh, and we got new cover art. And we got new cover art. So we, this is our fourth cover art. We should do like a slideshow. I, if I can even find the other. I have the first one. Oh, you have the first one and the okay. second one. I have both. Oh, you have to. Okay, so the first one was just okay, sis. Like just the graphics. The second one was a photo of us um, that uh, we did at Tom's one hour photo lab. If you don't know Tom, absolutely like, incredible. He is iconic. He's a gem of a yeah. human being. Yeah, that one was amazing. And then the third one was also great. More like professional photo, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then now this one is kind of going, it's like an homage back to our second one, which is like stepbrothers vibes. Yeah. And it just feels more us. I mean, we were given the feedback that that one like made us look mad and sad and that it wasn't indicative of the podcast. It's like, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, you don't know. Like, it's silly. It's us. Like, we didn't want to do just us smiling or us, like, laughing. Because, like, how many fucking podcasts have two girls laughing on the covers? Like, it needed to feel like us, which is, like, silly but serious, you know, just we're always putting a more playful spin to things. It's, you know, I don't know. It it feels elevated. We wanted it to feel, elevated. a little bit more elevated, a little less you know, I think there was an aspect of this podcast that felt like, okay, sisters, let's come have a sleepover. And now it's just like, okay, sisters, let's meet for happy hour. You don't even drink. I drink sometimes. I don't not drink. Like, okay, sisters, let's, let's meet for, let's meet for Rama Cube and sip some wine. Yeah. Let's meet for game night. Mm, that's you, but that's okay. Yeah, that's more me. That's not me. But the, the point being that it was a little you bit- You are so not happy hour. I don't know why you said that. What do you mean? I love going, I, I don't drink that much, but when I do, I prefer to go to an early glass of wine. Oh, sure. Okay. Early bird special. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why did, what? Anyways. So yes, we wanted to present who we are and do a full rebrand, get this whole 
fucking shebang on video and really, really show up. And as yeah. you know, sisters, we have been doing a lot of solo ep episodes. This is why we have been coordinating and scheduling and figuring out the rebrand and how we want to go with it. And so we didn't want to interview one more person over Zoom. It was not going to happen. No more Zoom. We were done. We're we have fatigued. Zoom fatigue. It's like, come on, we want to go back to pre-pandemic life where we recorded in person. So we have been saving all of our interviews for the studio at You and Me. And we've just been... We've just been solo episoding it out. Solo episoding. But now we're doing guest episoding. Oh, oh my hey. goodness. Okay. So anyways, that's what to expect. Full show, full video, full production, IRL, interviews, new vibe, up level, But it's going to be similar messaging. So obviously sprinkling in, and it's like a hodgepodge of mm -hmm. mindset, pop culture, sisterhood, Female entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. motherhood, mm -hmm. bride to be. Oh, we're getting wedding content. We're getting wedding content. Like, just it's the hodgepodge. It's our lives. Yes, but also we're gonna help you walk away with tangible steps to improve your life, and then make you giggle along the way. Along the way. So, okay. So, I really want to take a little bit of a moment to talk about what this podcast has done for us specifically, who we were before, as we kind of touched upon, and where it's grown to. As I said before, and I think this is such a testament to if anyone is feeling like they're quote unquote behind or it's going to take so long to get somewhere, I think this is actually us embodying Ed Milet's perspective that you're closer than you think. Sure. Like five years ago, to be from where we were to where we are today is not that long in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things. And before we started this podcast, before we got on the mic, before we put ourselves out there every single week, Mads and I had dreams. That was it. We were dreaming. We wanted to have our own businesses. We wanted to be forward-facing founders. We wanted to feel fulfilled. We didn't want to feel that that mental health struggle that so many women in their 20s feel as they're trying to figure themselves out. And the world that we're in now felt, in my opinion, so far away, like mm. so far away. I remember when we started and we interviewed Vanessa Grimaldi a couple months in, mm -hmm. who she had just, quote unquote, won The Bachelor. It was a moment of, wow, just because we started this and reached out and had the idea to do this. We're now sitting in her hotel room on her bed recording an episode. And I think that was my first unlock of, okay, these worlds aren't as far away as they totally. seem. But to get into those worlds, it requires a level of consistency and showing up to make a name for yourself in there. Yeah. The reaching out, I remember in the very beginning, we I was also in awe yeah. of the type of guests we were able to secure. I think we were also like, yes, it was a testament to us and the type of podcast we were putting out, but there was a mo it was a moment in time in the podcasting industry where yeah. it was fairly new, not fairly new, but not everyone had a podcast the same way everyone has a podcast now. Yeah. And a lot of people who we reached out to were so excited to be on a podcast because they had never been on one. Mm -hmm. So I think we were able to easily, I'm not like trying to diminish like our, you know, our podcast, but I think a lot of people came on because they were so excited to be on any podcast, yeah. you know? So there was a moment in time, it was kind of like we were at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. And then I just remember that was like 
before I even knew what manifestation was, and that's definitely something that I've grown the past, you know, six yeah. years on the pod is my spirituality journey, my manifestation. I literally couldn't even say the word spiritual without member or you I couldn't, couldn't say, say the word, word universe. 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 I couldn't say the word you, universe without rolling my you eyes. You made so much fun of me. You would tell me to like go work on my butt chakra, which is <laughs> and I sat, Honestly, you should work on your I butt sat chakra. Here patiently and I said one day. One day. One day. Maddie will one day <laughs> the, u- one the day. universe will open up to Mads and she will understand. Yeah. yeah. You should work on your butt chakra, though. Okay, that, it's I, that the, still it's stands. It's called the root chakra. That still There's stands. There's no butthole chakra, which you've said on this podcast many times. There should definitely be a butthole chakra. Yeah. Um, but before you keep going, there's something I want to point out in there that yeah. I don't want to deter anybody. A hundred percent, we were very much right timing in that moment. Like, it was very easy to get those big guests and enter this world. But I see it time and time again that people start podcasts and do talk to their role models quickly, very quickly. Yeah. So if anyone is still wanting it's still to start very a podcast. New. People still want to be on podcasts. People it's, still want to be on podcasts. It's the mo- It's an amazing marketing tool, a way to networking. tell your story, mm-hmm. networking. Yeah. Like so you can do the same thing. Totally. I just, but there, there was an aspect of that year. It was really, really fresh new. energy. Like there wasn't like courses so, you could take on how to start right. a podcast. So I think, you know, that was my first uh, experience with manifestation, right? Mm-hmm. Where I, I subconsciously I was doing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know the terminology. I didn't know the processes, but... I just remember being like, oh, we want this guest. Oh, we reach out. Oh, we get them. There was this like insane magnetism Mm -hmm. that was happening. I mean, Pia Robio, Shawnee Darden. Remember when we went to her studio? Oh my God. Shawnee Darden. Oh my God, guys. Pia Robio. Gosh, Shawnee Darden invited us on her podcast. Or sorry. No, don't say this story. This is embarrassing. Don't say it. But we have to say say it. No, it's so embarrassing. No, don't say it. What are you talking about? Okay, we asked Shawnee Darden to come on our podcast. She said yes. We couldn't believe it. Like, we literally couldn't believe it. I was- This was this how was, this green was, we were. This is how amateur hour we were. And unaware of professional etiquette, <laughs> we showed up to Shawnee Darden's office 30 minutes early and just sat, sat there, there waiting for her. She was probably like, this is like, what are they doing? But we Sing. were like- sitting I mean and this was before she had her bigger skincare studio it was like in her home her like old home converted home and there was really no space for us to sit and so we were just kind of like like (laughs) lurking around and her clients were like checking out while we were like breathing down their (laughs) necks it was mortifying but she was an angel she but just to show the sisters how yeah. fucking green we were wait why do you keep saying that green it sounds like we're like smoking weed no that's a that's a term oh. like someone who's really green i, I mean they don't they're not experienced okay got something. it got it ever since having a baby i've been extremely conscious about what i spend my money on and which products i use and clothing is no different i want my wardrobe to be sustainable good quality and timeless you have to be talking about whimsy and row right Whimsy and Row is an LA grown eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. 
Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. But then, yeah, like Amanda Stanton, we were like, we were huge into Bachelor Nation for a while. We had our live show with Cassie and Michelle Randolph. Okay, so we have to talk about our live show. So for the first like year and a half of this podcast, when it was, okay, sis, we recorded at our mom's house on our couch. So we had these huge guests just like come over to our mom's house. Oh my gosh. We sat on the couch and we just, you know... Like was, but it felt like a sleepover. It, it felt, felt like, like they were part of the sisterhood. They yeah. were one of us. They were part of yeah. our family, and people felt so comfortable. I remember when Lauren Elizabeth came over. She, to- she said, "I totally forgot we're even recording a podcast." She yeah. like had a blanket over her. She was so yeah. cozy. Yeah, and so that was the vibes of the first year and a half. And then we launched our first live event in January of 2020, and we did not know how this was going to go mm-hmm. because we are not traditional influencers. We don't come with a baked in audience. This was kind of our first like really big audience building moment for us. And we did a live show at the Dream Hollywood Hotel, Mm -hmm. the Dream Hotel in Hollywood. And we had Housewine sponsor it. And we got Cassie and Michelle Randolph sisters to come on the pod. And we recorded a live. And and I will never forget. We 
had our glam. We had our outfits. We come downstairs, down the elevator, and we're in the lobby. It's like an hour before it starts. And there's these girls, these girls kind of like hanging around because we we didn't know if anyone was going to show up, even though people RSVP'd. It's a Friday night in Los Angeles. Yeah. We're terrified. We've never done anything like this. And there's these girls that are kind of looking at us and like working around. And I look at Maddie and I'm like, Mads, they're here for us. Like girls had... One girl called out sick, sick and drove three hours. Another one drove three hours. It was, it was like we packed the house. It was like a hundred fifty. We packed the whole yeah. lobby. It was wild. And getting to meet the sisterhood in real life was one of the most fulfilling moments of this entire process. I know it was it so was, long ago. We really need to figure out another. Well, then COVID, COVID happened. So that was just a, well. I mean, we we I mean, we didn't even mention like all the other guests that we loved before COVID, like. Heather McMahon, Lauren yeah. Everett's Bostick was there, Sivan Ayla. Like, yeah. we had everyone, every girl crush Possible. of ours that we wanted, mm-hmm. every woman that we looked up to, every role model. We had Lindsay from Set Active. Like, name the people in your book. Yeah, that, I mean, that's it's everyone. That submitted to your book. I mean, well, JC and Chelsea were during COVID. Yeah, some of them were like during, but still, it was. It, it was, it was like we had all, the almost 30 girls. Oh my yeah. God. Women. Like it was an era. It was, era. it was the first era of okay sis. Yes. And then, then COVID, COVID happened. Yeah. And we obviously pivoted very quickly and learned how to do it virtually. Virtual. And that is when, in my opinion, the energy around the podcast shifted for both of us. And just for the, for the world. Podcasting in like general. For the world. No one liked doing no one Zoom liked recording. Virtual. It was hard because it, yes, it gave us access to people who weren't local yeah. and it allowed you to stay home and you didn't have to come to LA. Like there were a mm. lot of pros about it and it was very comfortable. But why we started this was, yes, of course, to foster the community and you all and the sisterhood. But there's this other element of the networking and mm. meeting these amazing girl crushes and women that we want to connect with. You guys have have access, access to them. To this level of a conversation, right? And we just didn't feel like the conversations were ever as impactful as they yeah. were in person. I do want to back up a second, yeah. to note that six months after we started this podcast, I started. I've started businesses in the past, but this was my first. Real business. Real one that I you started, did that you didn't abandon. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I started Scouts Agency in February of 2019, six months after we started this podcast. And Scouts Agency was grown out of the inspiration of recording and interviewing our guests. I was watching the sisterhood by set active or by you know different things that we said that we used all the time like buying the skincare that we use and it became like the products that the sisterhood used and mm-hmm. it showed me the power of being a guest on a podcast as this form of organic pr that felt like a human connection so if it weren't for this podcast i wouldn't have started my agency which uh, you guys have been along for the ride you know, I've built it out to a team. We've had two offices. It's gone through many iterations, but I'm so proud of what I built there. And I would not have built that had I not experienced the magic of podcasting yeah. with you in this yeah. room. So, I mean, founders like Diana Cohen, Crown Affair, Karina yeah. Chaz, Dead Cool. Yeah. Like Bala. Bala. We had oh Natalie my God, from we had Bala. Natalie. Like the amount of unbelievable brands yeah. and the founders that we've had. We had Melanie from Gia. Like yeah. And also don't underestimate sisters. Like the the success trajectory of my business 
Scouts Agency, and then eventually we'll get to when Mad started Camber. While you sisters have been listening into these episodes and learning, we've been learning with you because we started this without having anything going on. And it's because of the guests that we interviewed. It's because we were in the rooms with women who were doing shit. We learned from them. We connected from them. I think that that gave both of us so much encouragement and confidence to go and do our own thing. They say like you do the thing that you like you become the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And we surrounded ourselves with women who were three, four or five years already yeah. in business. And it was every week we were getting access to these women. And so everything we've learned on this podcast- It was expanded. Has was grown expansion. us into who we are. And so we hope sisters that- that's been the same case for you over the years. Absolutely. Oh my God. I'm like just thinking like Indie Blue, Sahara Rose, like the 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 range of the type of guests we've had. Yeah. Amanda Hirsch was a huge one. Yeah. Not skinny, but not fat. Margot Washray and Kenzie Elizabeth. We did that romance episode you weren't on, but it, it was like so girl slumber party. Like, and I just, I'm so proud of us for all of the topics that we've covered. Like, yeah. remember we did those months where we did like money, a money month, and yeah. then we did astrology, and then yeah. we did all these different, and we always said that about okay sis, and now okay sister, that it is celebrating a woman that is multifaceted. Mm-hmm. And we didn't ever want to niche down. We never wanted to be confined to just a pop culture podcast or just a spirituality podcast, why can't we be both? And that's always been something I've struggled with just personally. I have so many different interests. That's why Current Fixation started because we we are so fixated on so many things at one given time that we never wanted to feel constrained. And as women, we want to inspire you to boldly be able to express all of your different interests and passions and loves and sides to yourself. Like we could literally be talking about The Bachelor in one sentence and then the fact that we had this incredible meditation and and our morning routines and Mm -hmm. journaling. Like it's, it can be both. And I wanna say that that decision was mission driven decision that you and I feel really passionate about. Mm -hmm. But that 100%, I don't know how to like, phrase this correctly because it's not because I'm not grateful, but I just want to point out that like technically that decision did stunt our growth at some point. Um, This podcast has a reputation in the podcast industry that I'm so fucking proud of. Like Mm -hmm. the women that listen to us and our guests all listen to us still. And we're known in the industry because we've been around for so long. And that decision to not niche, I think quote unquote, technically, like if we niched, we might've grown faster because I think that's sure. like the strategy. But the point being is that we stuck to what we wanted to do because that's what made it feel good. And that's what right. the type of content that we wanted to put out. And we did that because we believed that our listeners and you guys, the sisters also had that multifaceted yeah. like multitudes in yourself. Like we want to talk about Taylor Swift and our businesses yeah. and growing yeah. and marketing strategies. Yeah. Like, sorry, in one breath, I want to talk about sexual wellness and then vagina sweat but at this oh kind of yeah, the vagina God. sweat thing that vagina we, you know sweat i think that was one of our most <laughs> biggest tropes we have not mentioned in so long we, we should monetize out of that i don't know we why we didn't get always hats that said say vagina we sweat. wanted to get hats that said vagina sweat or sweatpants that said vagina sweat across the vagina because that was a whole debate of 
not debate. No, but it was it was a conversation opener. A conversation opener that we had not heard before. Which when you go work out and you get vagina sweat and you need to go get your smoothie from Whole Foods. Yeah. You're walking in with vagina sweat. Yeah. And why is no one talking about that? I opened the episode with that. I didn't think it would be a big deal. Remember, we st- I remember where we were and I opened the episode because I had just gone to a workout class and, you know, sisters historically, I'm not a worker outer. And I was like, hey, what do I do? Do you get this? And you were like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. We're, we're just sporting around in the Whole yeah. Foods, yeah. full on vagina sweat. It's, yeah, yeah. You, you just embrace it. Yeah, I guess. Embrace One it. of the bigger moments for me over the years that has opened up so much in my life, so much healing, so much connection with you, sisters, is that I the bipolar told yeah. my story of living with bipolar very publicly on this podcast it and remember when we went on started, becca it started with chatty broads r.i.p chatty, chatty broads. broads oh are they done yeah oh, they're done uh jess is that. still doing it with her husband oh they, wow. yeah they invited us and i told my story of living with bipolar disorder and i went back and listened to it two years ago and it's so different the way i talk about wow. it then to now but i remember releasing that episode and that was like the first step for me, because I didn't want to do it on our podcast because I had clients and I didn't know what that would mean. But I said, well, if it's on someone else's podcast, it might not be as easily tied to me from people who already know me, mm-hmm. but it was a huge platform. And so I told my story there and that opened up the door to me telling my story on this podcast, which opened up the door to like, I actually can't tell you the amount of women and you sisters who have DM'd me and told me you just got diagnosed and that you're not afraid because you know me, which is crazy. Like, I remember one girl literally DM'd me and like said, Scout, I just left the psychiatrist's office and they just diagnosed me with bipolar disorder. But because I know you, I'm not afraid. Mm. And that is like, if that was the one thing that happened from telling my story, like Dianu, right? <laughs> Truly Dianu. But so many of you you've come up to me just like two months ago or four yeah. months ago a girl came up to me in, in Santa Monica and told me how much this podcast changed her and her mental health and then having that open the door for Maddie to talk about her mental health and not just from a clinical standpoint and like a chronic you know illness standpoint but from the mental health that we all struggle with on a daily basis no yeah. matter if you have a disease or not that ripple effect has been so profound and so liberating for me. So liberating. It's given me the courage to be exactly who I am, whether I'm in business or whether I'm with friends or whether I'm with new people. It's this part of me that is so free to be and, and I don't feel any shame around it. And this podcast really was the catalyst for opening up those conversations. Yeah. I forgot about your Bible. (laughs) (laughs) It was just such a core pillar of this podcast for so long. And obviously you, you know, still have bipolar disorder (laughs) as long as there's a cure. Well, this is maybe some medicine, but you, yeah, you've been so open about it. And I think you also have such tools that you have utilized and leaned on to a degree that it's not just something you're completely defined by yeah i think anymore that- or even not anymore but just i think in the beginning of the ep- of the podcast it was very much like you are the mentally ill one and i'm yeah. <laughs> like literally grumpy sunshine and I, and so you like but you through these years i think 
just leaned more on your tools. And obviously you shared a lot about those tools, but it doesn't feel like it is something that every single day it is a clear defining aspect of yourself. Yeah. And I really credit this podcast to that because this podcast was the catalyst to starting my agency, which forced me to show up in a way like these projects and my business has forced me to heal in a way that I was not forced to earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think that having these conversations in the space to talk about it has allowed me like that's another kind of grown up part of this rebrand for me is that I'm not the girl struggling with bipolar disorder anymore. I'm not the girl who doesn't know what she wants to do, but wants to do something. I'm the girl that does something that has a family that became a mother that bought a house that launched a book like a Tesla has a Tesla. Like I'm that girl now. And that, that That girl, and we'll talk about the girl that you are now because hot damn has the transformation been amazing, Mm -hmm. but I really owe a lot of that to this podcast. Absolutely. I mean, I always say that I couldn't have started camper without, okay, sis, the confidence. And we've told, we've been told the story many times on the pod, but you know, when we first started, I was very scared of putting myself out there on the internet. I thought it was cringy. I thought, what do I have to say? I thought, oh my God, I'm going to become an influencer. I don't want to be that. And wow, have I completely done a 180 on what it means to be an influencer or a content creator. It is not, not a- Getting your nails done every day. Stigma. (laughs) Yes. It's not getting your nails every day. It's not going and waking up and getting a matcha, getting your nails done. Totally. And like putting on a cute outfit. The stigma for me around this career has completely shifted. And I mean, we've also interviewed some of the biggest influencers there are. So I recognize and know the dedication and the consistency that, that it requires. But the biggest thing I took away was exactly what you said. I'm a doer. Before I was not a doer. I would stall. I would plan. I would get too scared to actually execute. That's why when we did that recent episode about execution, which you guys, sisters, you loved that episode. I loved it too. I really didn't expect to love it as much as as I did. But when I was sitting down to write down my steps to executing, I thought back to, oh my God, I didn't know any of this yeah. when we first started this podcast. I was I didn't embody any of these things. I remember how uncomfortable you were before we started the podcast. I said, yeah, we're launching in two weeks. And you I was said, like, no, no, no. What does that mean? Me? What? Yeah. And then I, we, I would have to write out every single word. She wrote out scripts for the podcast. Every We word. did our first episode in the, like, in the guest bedroom of our dad's house. Our mics didn't work. So then I ran to GarageBand. I was like, no, this isn't stopping us. We're guitar going center. To gra- guitar Center. <laughs> Sorry. Guitar Center bought mics went back, redid it. Like we did it on the cuff. We really totally. did. Which yeah, had its pros and cons. We've documented that thoroughly on this pod, but I think that was the biggest takeaway. And so when Camber yeah. came around, it was a be- it was a beautiful it was a beautiful like parts both parts of the pandemic and working remotely mm-hmm. and then okay sis being yeah trusting myself and having a track record that I can put something out in the world and make it and build a community and put myself out there. All of that allowed me to then take the leap. And go full-time. To go full-time on camera. And now like in the last year, oh my God, just like looking at you in the last year. Oh, it's fucking all over TikTok, all over reels, killing it on social. 
uh, working forward with facing, the craziest working brands. with the craziest brands in the world, getting paid, making your own money. Like you're not taking investment money. You're making your own money, which yep, is such bootstrap. a different like situation. So different. It is imagining the girl who was so afraid to start this podcast and now seeing your, you in your element. That only comes from years and years and years and years of consistency and mm-hmm. putting yourself out of your comfort zone little by little. Like totally. I have sat with you the whole way and to talk about a transition is a fucking understatement. Like, <laughs> I know. And then let's talk about the per, the spirituality and the mental health aspect of all this for you. Yeah. So as I mentioned, it was very hard for me to even like say the universe without the word the universe without rolling my eyes. And I don't even know what – I think it was Lacey Phillips. You yeah. recommended Lacey Phillips to me and to be magnetic because prior to that, I had this idea that spirituality and manifestation was all this – very woo-woo, very unapproachable drawings of of the astrology and this. It was just like the branding did not fit me, okay? There was pink. There was this. It was like- Well, the branding in the spiritual space has come a long way. It's come a long way, okay? Mm -hmm. But Lacey was the first one where you were just, you were like, just look at to be magnetic. I I go on her website- Jenny Kane vibes, <sighs> neutral palette, the beige blob. Look at me. This is like basically what she records in. Wow, kind this of. is yeah. Look at you. I am Lacey beige Phillips. blob in a in a in bucket a, bucket of, of, a bucket of a bucket of Was it bucket? A billow. A bu- I think it's a bucket. No, yeah. it was a well. We, well, well, good thing <laughs> we're recording this, so we can always check back. So that was my first. I I was like, I'm home, baby. I'm home to be magnetic. I'm home. And that was the beginning, the beginning of the end. I mean, I got so, so involved. I'm still so involved in to be magnetic. It's one of my, I, I, sisters, you know, like I recommend it to everyone. I think it's so, so powerful because she combines the spirituality, but also the science backed science of manifestation and neural manifestation, changing your neural Mm -hmm. pathways. A lot of that just felt so much it settled a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. So that was my first pathway for lack of a better word into that. And then I think just my mental health, it, it seemed to have done such over these six years, it started high. Well, I, think, I think we opened the Pandora's box. We opened the Pandora's box because it's kind of started high, but it was because I was sweeping everything under the rug. Yeah. And then it was like, Oh my oh, God! When I tell you, she was. Oh, she I was. was on, I was on the floor. I was slipping and sliding I was on the getting floor. A lot of calls with a lot of tears. A lot of tears. I was free coaching. I was flailing on the floor. I'm gonna send you an invoice. The mental health was in the in the butt chakra. <laughs> was where it was. Okay, and then. I the podcast and to be magnetic and that whole journey and therapy changed it all. Like. Yeah. And again, it was the consistency, the The years and years of journaling, of meditating, of showing up, of reading, of wanting to better myself. Yeah. It all kind of clicked, I feel. And showing up even when you didn't feel like showing up. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really, really, I mean, I'm so grateful because we can look back and kind of view our life within this five to six year increment. Yeah. And it's true what they say, like you overestimate, overestimate what you can do in a year and underestimate what you can do in like five years or a decade. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you would have told us when we started this podcast that this would be the outcome 
and that we'd be sitting here in a studio doing video content on a network. Signing yeah. a network was a huge thing. Being able to reach out to amazing women, having a reputation in the space, having businesses, mm-hmm. I, we would not have believed you and it would have seemed daunting. So totally. I feel like the message behind this is whatever, if you've been here for a while, sisters, whatever growth you've seen my sister and I go through, please know that it was a hundred times harder on the back end, but take comfort in that because it's possible yeah. and you just have to keep going and I want to hear your guys's growth journey yeah. as you what were things maybe that you learned on the pod that mm-hmm. helped you and that helped you along your mental health journey because yeah I think when we started I didn't even know anything about mental health I didn't even know I, I you thought it was reserved for people like me yeah, yeah. definitely yeah the mentally ill yeah <laughs> oh but I want to also say uh some other memories Kelsey uh-huh. Kreppel. Kelsey being on the pod was a peak mo- OKSIS moment for me for sure. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm friends with her, which was – that's also the thing that has been so amazing. And I think yeah. that set us apart from other podcasts is like we don't see this as a PR opportunity for people who come on or yeah. – you're you're gonna become our friend. Like yes. and I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make you my friend. And that Or they're was, gonna make us their friend sometimes. Like No, totally. Th- like our biggest feedback after is that this was their favorite podcast they've done because it Because felt- it just felt like we're not being like, Where is your product? And like yeah. yes, of course we talk about your business, but it feels like we're friends and yeah. it's I There's don't a synergy. Yeah, and I just I don't see that on a lot of podcasts. And mm-hmm. so when we meet people who come on a okay sister we stay in touch with them and yeah. it's very intentional. So Kelsey has become a dear friend of mine. And then we went to Nashville to record with Shannon Ford. That was so which fun. Which was so I insane and amazing. I cannot believe we brought Lily with us. Oh she was God. what, three months? She was four months. We Shannon Ford was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And just, again, these these moments, these memories, these women, like the yeah. way that we have connected and just I, I, I feel so – so proud of what yeah. of what we've done. I agree. I really, really, and really. And it's just the beginning, it's baby. It's just the beginning. So I wanted to give a little update on my life real quick. And oh, then, yes. of course, I know this isn't a part of the podcast because, like, this didn't happen because of the podcast. But I got pregnant and had a baby and became a yes. mom. And that also ties into this grown-up energy that we're trying to bring to the podcast because I feel like a completely different woman. No, you're an adult. I'm an adult. I'm a full. You... I have like employees. I have a mortgage. I have a baby. I you mean, you literally take care of a other human life. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. And might I say, the most beautiful baby to ever exist is Dude. Lily Constantine. When is she going to be an, uh, a guest on the pod? Maybe when she starts talking, she could do like five minutes. Oh. A five minute? She has a she has a, a tight five? I I can imagine that when she starts talking, she might not know how to sit here for a full hour and carry a full oh conversation. My God. LK's gonna have a tight five on OK Sister <laughs> podcast. Oh, I cannot wait. And we'll pick I her outfit. A- oh, she'll love it with the cameras. She's oh, gonna love she, it. Yeah, she won't be able to sit down for sure. She could but- sit there. Oh There's God. a little chair I'm for like her. I'm like tearing up just thinking about baby LK with her tight five. I know. It's weird because there's been this trope on the podcast of like who's the third sister and of course LK is not the third sister but it does feel in many ways that LK is like our baby together totally oh <laughs> like she's no, like the she third my sister baby. but she's also my daughter I so. tell people that she's my baby yeah because she's my background and someone's like oh my god is that your baby and I'm like yeah 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 wow that's good. You won't change her diaper, but you claim that she's your baby. Another thing I wanted to update all of the sisters on is that, sisters, I've been speaking very vaguely 
over the last eight months that I've had a hard year. And while I'm not necessarily ready to divulge all of the details as to what that was, a lot of it was the transition of motherhood and trying to figure out entrepreneurship and motherhood specifically and going through changes in my business that felt scary while being a mom. I just wanted to let you know that I feel I'm at a place now where I feel like I've been rebirthed. Like I feel as if I'm out of one of the biggest and toughest transitions of my life. And I feel like an even more embodied and aligned version of myself. And through those dark periods, which maybe one day I'll talk about, maybe one day I won't, I realized that I have another side of myself that I've been repressing and neglecting out of fear that that creative side would invoke, evoke depression in me or anxiety. And now that I've healed and now that I've gotten on my own two feet and I've I have a confidence in myself that I can take care of myself and I can take care of my mental health and I can bring things into the world. I've decided to launch my like soul calling business. It's called Review. It's going to be an editorial site. And that's why in the intro you heard that I'm the editor in chief and that my name that I'm going by is Gabrielle Scout. So shocker, Scout has been a nickname and is a nickname. Um, my real name is technically my legal name is Gabrielle, but the nickname to that is Gabby. So wow, um, we need to like clickbait this. Like we need to be like drum roll. So Mads, we've been lying to you yeah. this whole time. Mads calls me both names, which also no, I call shocks. you Gabby. Yeah, but you you also call me Scout. Like when you I need call, to call you me Scout. Scout. So this is yeah, I guess. This is probably the biggest. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you were going to truth bomb this right now or hard launch your well, real I, name. Well, because it says Gabrielle Scout. Like, I am Scout to all of you. I'm Scout to so many people. Sorry, I, like, no free promotion for Whole Foods. Oh, okay. When I go to Starbucks and they're like, what's your name? I say Scout. Like, that's who I think I am. But as I step into this next version of myself, by the way, also, I still have Scout's agency and I have my beautiful team and we do the great work that we do, which is getting women as guests on podcasts. Well, wait, but I was going to say that the hardest thing for me over these six years was having to call you <laughs> Scout on this motherfucking podcast yeah. and switch my brain. I did a fantastic you did job. A fantastic I job. maybe tripped up twice. Maybe. I, I was really impressed at how easily over you figured it six out. six years. Yeah. Yeah. I never once, so maybe twice. Scout was a nickname that was given to me in high school. It was my Instagram name like for forever. It was a very known nickname. And when I started this podcast and when I started this business, I wanted to be named. I wanted to go by Scout because it felt like more me. But now in the spirit of this next era and getting older, Scout feels like okay sis energy and Gabrielle Scout feels like okay sister energy. So and I'm, I have to call you Gabrielle no, Scout? No, 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 no. I'm, like I'm Scout here. Long. I'm Scout here. Oh, like, you're Scout here. Scout's my nickname. Sure. But, but at review, you're Gabrielle Scout. I'm. That's just like my bigger name, my Gabrielle Scout. We've talked about this and you agreed to this and you're looking at me like this is like a confusing strategy. I just, there's a lot happening. Okay. Anyways, I'm just trying to tell everybody. Okay, tell about talk about review. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell everybody that I have really come to my creative space, and I'm creating an editorial site that I'm calling it Poetic Editorial for Luxurious Creatives, and it's a lot about quality artistry. It's giving, it's giving tortured poets department. I love it. It's so good. It's so long. Should I launch review on the day that tortured poets? <laughs> <laughs> you get more clicks than I get more clicks Taylor, than Taylor Swift. Swift because I am the first tormented poet. No, tortured. 
tortured. <laughs> Um, so anyways, more to come, but more I just to wanted come. to let you know that this is my next venture. Yay! I still scouts agency and it's running beautifully, but all of the information for Camber and for review are going to be in our show notes. Again, if you want to sign up for either of our newsletters and yeah. follow us on Instagram and all the things that we're doing as well. So just, I was just wanted to, to point that in. Say, oh, and also thank you for, thank you for sticking with me over the last eight months yeah. because I know that it was vague and I was not my typical scout energy. So thank you. I was about to say, both we are truly embodying the scout and Mads yes. dichotomy right yes. now. They can't you see are, it on the video, but I'm wearing, you're wearing a vintage shirt that says punk couture and this gorgeous maxi dress. And then I have literal stilettos, literal stilettos. And I'm man spreading. In a in a beige blob, made the label matching set. I mean, if yeah. this does not scream Mads and Scott, I'm in socks. But like, I feel I don't know. I mean, I'm you, cozy vibes, and you are looking like you're going to happy hour. Yes. Okay, but I feel like don't you agree, Mads? That I feel like you. I've always known myself, but you've always been able to express who that is a lot more without reservation or without thinking twice. I me yeah. I think that it's taken me until now to really, really, really own who I am. Sure. And that's also a part of this rebrand for me personally where like I'm not the girl who wears sweatsuits. I'm the girl that wears pointed stilettos and dresses business casual or dresses a little more upscale or wears all black. Like I'm just someone who prefers highbrow. I prefer luxury. I prefer certain things. And I, for like, I really, really feel like this is six years in the making. I finally feel fully ready. And that's what review is for me. I feel ready to really be exactly who I am. Oh, wow. Sisters, we love you so dearly. Welcome, welcome to, to this. Okay, sister podcast. Welcome to this next level, this up level, this expansion. We have interviews coming. We have we Maddie's have engagement so recap. So many unbelievable oh, also, women. Yeah, and Maddie's now a fiance. Another no. update of this of the last six I'm years. A fiance. She's a Entering fiance. my bride era. Anyways, all right. Well, we love you. Make we sure to you. hit the bell. Subscribe on YouTube <laughs> at OK Sister Pod everywhere else. And if you feel so called, leave a rating and a review and text to a friend. Invite a sister. Into There's the a community. lot of CTAs that we just Whatever. threw at you. I'm sorry. Whatever I'm you want to do, I'm we're excited. excited. Okay. All right. Okay. We, love you. we love you. Hey there. I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.